Oh no. It's literally so oh, cute. Oh no. She is awake. Hold on. Let me just. She's singing? No, she's screaming. <laughs> <laughs> she's saying, Mommy. Oh. I thought I had this all figured out. All right. Hey, everyone. Hi. We're back. I was going to say, Welcome back. So exciting. I feel like I was more nervous about this episode than I was the first one. I don't know why. Like the first one, I was like, all right, let's do this. And then today I knew we were recording and I was like, what am I, I going to talk about? Like I literally, I have been so nervous. I feel like I'm not really nervous like about it. Like lead, the lead up, I'm always just awkward about it. But yeah. I kind of just like tell myself like, you know, we're just talking, I know. you know. It's kind of different when you're like conscious of there being a microphone in front of your face yeah um but yeah we've had some good conversations and i kept telling steph like stop talking save it for the <laughs> podcast because it was she's so funny and i was cracking up she was sending me snapchats and i'm like oh my god this would be killer for people to hear here we are all right so today's shot before the episode starts is a lemon drop because we are recording this at my house which uh, does not hold a cabinet full, <laughs> full of liquor. So I have like four bottles. I think two bottles of vodka, one bottle of tequila, a bottle of Bailey's. Oh, and a bottle of Jack Daniels, honey. And um, yet this shot is still one of my favorites. It's a classic. So it's so good. So good. Ooh, that was a powerful clink. Are you ready? Yeah. We don't have to all the sounds that are gonna come because <laughs> we're like okay so she Ooh. forgot to tell us that it was a double shot oh i want the sugar at the bottom there okay my mouth's watering um wow can't wait for that one to hit that was a so that was a double shot and we already took one i think that's gonna be our new thing is um maybe taking a shot before tester shot and then a podcast shot yeah we got to come up with like a thing for what that's called you know because i feel like yeah that shot like no it like loosens me up yeah. you know so it's got to be like a, a pre-pod shot a pee-pee shot <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean you said pre-pod and i was like oh, she might be onto something and then you said pee-pee and you bossed me a pee-pee shot no That'd be fun to do, um, like record those for our Instagram sh stories every time. Oh, we... yeah. I mean, not yet because nobody follows them except for Megan. Shout out, Megan. Um, so on that note, you also follow us on Instagram. It's. <laughs> <laughs> the handle is something like. Give us a shot pod. Is that what it is? is... Can you look it up? <laughs> Are there underscores? pee <laughs> pee shot to the end oh all right God. so on that note you should really follow us on instagram our handle is underscore give us a shot and we would love to see you there and make new friends and followers yes and we're going to be posting a lot of like hopefully behind the scenes stuff Kristen is the content queen, so oh, I'm excited to, like, you. take this journey and, like, that side of Instagram with you. I feel like I am 
like basically you know the older generation that's like i need a class on how to use an ipad yeah. <laughs> like i'm like that with instagram yeah. like i just post the picture and if you care you care you know, yeah you don't. like you know and i've learned a lot in the past couple years so i feel like that's like something that i really like doing is like editing and like making graphics and doing the stories and all that stuff so I'm excited to get that ball rolling on that page. So it'll be really fun there. It's going to be a fun spot for you guys to come check us out in between episodes and say hi and just keep connected in other ways. It'll be really good. So speaking of social media, can we just talk (laughs) about like – I feel like a lot has been happening on TikTok lately. My phone has been like glued to my hand. Because I'm constantly checking in on all the million different things. Like, I'm following so many different people's stories um, and all the trends and stuff. I want to do them so bad, but I'm so embarrassed to, like, post on TikTok. So I don't. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. I feel like that's the one place that I don't care what I post. And I feel like it's a big thing to me is, like, I look at TikTok as, like, Honestly, like from our, a starting out point of view, you have two options, right? Like I'm going to make money. Like yeah. I want to get like noticed or I'm just doing this for like shits and giggles. And I'm kind of like a mix between both. Like, of course, like when I did like my special effects, like mm-hmm. things, I was like kind of low key hoping one of them would blow up. Yeah. And that would be kind of cool because uh, then I could have like made the time for that hobby. You know what I mean? Um, So that was kind of like what was going with that but then you know there's the trends that just seem fun and you just want to do them, i know right? well that's like, what i want to do them but i feel like i can't like i don't know i feel like i'm but you know everybody is on tiktok yeah like you're right. everybody is yeah, on it you're they're right. just not posting like th- if you go on tiktok and go to like for example i'm not proud of it but like i have like i've cleaned it up but i have like two thousand friends on facebook like that's outlandish mm-hmm. i don't like why and so anyway, anytime I go on to like a new app, it's like add people you know. You know what I mean? So it links to Facebook, whatever. You know, add this person, add this person. And all of them have TikToks, but they have no posts. Well, I they feel don't... like that's the problem. That's why I'm afraid because I know everybody's watching. But I feel like that's that's why I'm like, I don't care. Cause it's like because it's like you're everyone, on yeah. there to watch people do stuff. Right. So who cares if someone you know wants to have fun with their friends? So like, yeah. I feel like it's different when I go and like – on Instagram, I feel like I'm there specifically for people to judge me because I feel yeah. like that's kind of how Instagram's vibe always was. Yeah, that, whereas TikTok that's definitely... gives like a Vine vibe in a way, not You're fully because right. Vine was like the shit. <laughs> it, that was it. Yeah, yeah for me. But... I saw somebody talking about. Oh, it was so. God, I wish I could remember his handle, but it's the guy with like the long red curly hair that he does like lip syncing videos but yeah he, like, he pretend- just posted a yeah. thing that he's stepping back from TikTok. yeah so he had a really great point and he was saying how like it can't be natural to scroll down and you're crying and then scroll again and then you're laughing and then scroll again and you're crying again and then scroll again and you're scared and then sc- like it's just like it can't that's not normal the the range of emotions you yeah. feel yeah. Yeah. But also, I don't know, it's a ma- massive distraction from my life yeah. when I see other people. But also, like, they do, like, the trends, kind of like that teenage dirtbag that they're yes. doing right now. Yes. Uh, I wanted to do that so bad. I feel <laughs> like, first of all, if I really had proof of my teenage years, 
Lisa would die. (laughs) (laughs) Mom, I'm sorry. I think we talked about this before, um, but I noticed like going back and like looking through Facebook and everything, like all of those pictures we look, I mean, appearance wise, I started getting like a little bit weirder, like more on the dirtbag side, but I went to a a Catholic school with uniforms. Right. And how crazy could it get? Right. But you'd see like, you know, the, the detention causing uniform infractions in like my pictures (laughs) and things like that, you know, the stretched ears, all those things, but I still don't really like have the pictures that could qualify with like up against some of these other pictures that people post yeah. because I had family on social right. media. Right. Like, well, that's what I'm like so confused about. Like I see literally our friends posting stuff, people that we hung out with posting these things. And I'm thinking you're probably standing in the background of that picture. We have no proof of it whatsoever. Like there's no way my mother, my grandmother in my mind, I'm thinking my family can't see the real me. There's no, no way. because half of the stuff we were doing behind our parents' back. So there was not going to be like photo evidence no. of us like exactly we were sleeping over each other's houses, Absolutely but not. really getting hanging out, <laughs> hanging out at like the senior center all right. the hours of the night. Like you know, it just wasn't going to happen. So or like when we drove to like Ocean City and like. That was at that time when we were like super green and we had no idea how to even get there. No. And I don't think at that time that we even you might have because you've always been ahead of the curve in this aspect than me. But like, I don't think I had a smartphone then. I think I know we definitely do not remember how we got there. I'm no, I'm saying that Uh. like, I think that's why I didn't. Or maybe yeah, you, didn't that's, have yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. you didn't have unlimited data because I think you yeah. had an iPhone at that point. I might have. But I, like the first generation. Yeah. Some, some and there was like no, like, like it was still like don't get on the internet. So yeah. yeah. And so you, we went to the gas station and wrote the directions on the back of like what was like a Kino paper yeah. or something and then drove there and then had to use the signage to get the yeah. rest of the way. Mm-hmm. Finally got there and we're there for like what all four hours in the middle of the night. Most of it was sleeping. Yeah. And, and then, then you had to go back home. Yes. Because my mom wanted me home by like 10. Yeah. And, and then we just drove home. And like those would have been some great pictures. You know what I mean? Well, people probably would have thought we were just on a a beach vacation. So what's crazy about the teenage dirtbag situation is that I took Quinn and Brian to Opie's for the first time, mm-hmm. which for anyone who doesn't know what Opie's is, it's this little like hole in the wall, like shack um, in Catonsville with like, you know, snowballs, soft serve, all of all the good stuff, delicious stuff. Um, so I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this is, like, a staple of Catonsville, mm-hmm. right? Like, they're not from here. Well, yeah. the Quinn's from here. He's yeah. one. <laughs> <clears throat> but, you know, they've got to experience Opie's. So we go there and we park. And I, we actually took his little, like, it's one of those cars that he can, like, sit in and mm-hmm. you just push it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we took that and – I actually saw like someone we knew from high school there and it just Ooh. started what? Ooh. Oh. Well, I mean. <laughs> so I it started having me think, right? So we start like we we have the snowballs and then we start walk. We actually parked over in this like side parking lot which is where the junction is. Mm-hmm. And so we go over and we had just put so much sugar in Quinn, right? So I'm like, let's walk up and down this trail. 
And then I start thinking about how, like, we had conversations on those trails, oh like, God. back in the day. And so I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm sharing this, like, experience with my, my one-year-old <laughs> son and my husband. And I'm like, over here is the junction, and my name is written all over the walls under 50 layers of paint here. Yeah. You just can't really? see it. And it's just weird, like, seeing, like... How, like this teenage dirtbag trend is happening on tiktok right now where like it's forcing you to relive your youth yeah. and i'm literally i just moved back to like yeah. my hometown and i'm seeing all these things and it's just it's kind of bizarre if you really like i feel like a lot of our days are t- looking to tomorrow or you know what i mean yeah. like we're constantly yeah like, oh like, what's next next yeah. week i have this going on right. or what's going on tomorrow and that kind of thing and then when you're in the moment and you're like forced to look at the past you're like wow yeah. like I, that's kind of crazy yeah like i have a lot of times where like i when you become a mom you kind of like mourn your past life and that's been hitting me really hard lately because i'm like man, I like, that was fun. Like we had a lot of fun and I will, I'll have fun in the future, but I will never have fun like that ever again. I was just watching a movie last night or the night before. It's new on Netflix. It's called Look Both Ways, I think. And the mom, I actually wrote it down in my phone to talk about this because I thought the quote was really, really good. Um, Let me see if I can pull it up here. I've seen a TikTok recently that was like that. I can't remember. It was something like, it's like, Cynthia. Oh, yeah, she's great. I miss her or something like that. And yeah, it's like them t- talking about themselves. You know what I mean? I'm probably totally butchering that TikTok. I should have written that down. But here we are. And I can't find it. I resonate with that really, really hard, too. Yeah. Like, I don't leave the house anymore. <laughs> right. When it was always like, what are we going to do next? Right. I can't find it right now. But – the you can butcher it what was the paraphrase it was the mom was like talking to the girl the girl is like pregnant or whatever or she just had the baby and she's kind of going through that like hormonal like just roller coaster ride right after having the baby and the mom says to her no matter how bad you want to be a mother you what was it was something like you will never not be a mother ever again Something along those lines. And it's basically like you, when you're not a mom, you don't have kids or, or a dad or whatever. If you're not responsible for children of your own, if you're not a guardian, whatever. No matter how bad you wanted to have the kids, once you have the kids, you can't be like, oh, I can't wait to have the freedom of not having kids anymore. That's never going to happen ever again in your life. And that hit me really hard because it was like, fuck, like I, you do mourn the person that you used to be. And it doesn't mean you don't love your kids. Like, of course you like will give the world to them. You are so happy that you have them, but it's also like you come to this realization of like, I will never not be living this life that I'm living. Like I will never not be responsible for another human. That hit me hard. I was like, damn, that's, that's true. It's so true. It's it's hard when you realize that, like, this thing that you've been waiting for your whole life. And I think that's almost, like, it resonates true for, like, or rings true, whatever the expression is. Like, for a lot of things, not even just, like, I mean, we're speaking from experience from being moms. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with a lot of things, like, 
people grow up and they just get more mature. They yeah. focus more graduating on like high school or, you know, even yeah. like, yeah, like you high school, college, like right. you will never go back to it. Yeah. Like as soon as like I personally, like, I mean, I didn't graduate college, but I'm talking about like somebody who is graduating college age. Mm-hmm. Once you hit that point, there's no like just I can sleep till noon or right. all day. Yeah. I can sleep all night. I can run this credit card up. Once if I you want move to. out for the first time, it's you done. can never not have a job again. Literally. You need to And I think that's something. a huge deal. Like I feel like I feel like I mean, in a way, it's different to like hear like the whole like out loud, like, oh, you'll never not have a kid you're mourning the mom mm-hmm. like all those things but I feel like I almost always knew I was gonna kind of like lose part of my identity of, like mm-hmm. when I had a kid but like I guess most people don't really think about like everything like at some point every new stage of your life I feel like you mourn your past self yeah because you true. go farther and farther away from yeah. innocent child like in Ugh. you know what I mean like yeah I feel like in a way I was more independent when I was a kid than I am now. Like now I'm tied to like my decisions. Right. They're so finite and there's like bills I'm attached to and that things makes like sense. that. Where I'm totally not like back in the day, <clears throat> even though I was like living under my parents' roof and they were making most of my decisions. Like, yeah, it is. It's really hard to like come to that realization. I think mainly with like the being a parent thing, specifically a mother those hormones, man, as soon as you have that baby and you start thinking Mine about that shit. not gone. Oh, no. I was actually trying to Google this like two days ago where I was like, is it – like, can I – should I stop blaming it on like postpartum at this point? Because no. I feel like I have – from like when I had Quinn to today, like I am the same person from the minute that I had him till now. Like I don't feel any less crazy or wild yeah. emotions. They're all still right there. It's like, rough. all the time. And I don't know, like, is this the new normal? Mm-hmm. Or is it ever gonna flex out? Like yeah, I thought it's... at a certain point I'd go back to like somewhat normal. Yeah. But I'm like, nope, they're right. Like when you have a kid, it rewires like your whole system. Completely. You're, you're like different. And I remember and I'm not saying I told you so because I probably said half of these things and I know a lot of women say it, but I remember when you were saying like, oh, I wouldn't be able to like, I probably wouldn't because listen, Steph is a heavy sleeper. She is a <laughs> heavy, heavy sleeper. She doesn't wake up for shit. Actually, just a little side note. When we were in high school, if we had like sleepovers and stuff, I was the only person that was allowed to wake her up. They were all afraid of me. Everybody was scared and it would be. Kristen, you need to wake stuff up. Well, like, for example, like, my sister came in to my room one time, turned the light on, and was like, wake up. You need to drive me to the hospital. My appendix is rupturing. (laughs) And I told her to fuck off and get out of my room. And the next day, I called my mom, and I'm like, hey, mom, like, just doing a check-in while you're at work. How's your day going? And she was like, what you did? (laughs) Your sister. I was like, what are you talking about? I literally don't even remember to this day that conversation with her ever happening. That's how much of a heavy sleeper I am, that you can have full conversations with me. And it's I'm intense. nasty, apparently. Yeah, she does. She Yeah, she gets nasty. Except you don't, you've never gotten nasty with me waking you up. It's probably your authoritative <laughs> tone. <laughs> I can't speak for the other stuff. But that was but. what everybody was always scared. So it'd always be like, like they would text to, you. Yeah. You need to call Steph and to wake, wake her up. up. Yeah. yeah. It, anyway, that was just a little side note. But Steph is such a heavy sleeper. Naturally, she was worried that like she wouldn't wake up when 
her son was crying or whatever. And it's so hard, like, because I remember, like, before I was mom, when people give you advice and they say, like, no, 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 whatever. And you're like, you don't want to listen to them because it's like, I know myself. Like, but there's no way to explain, like you said, the changes that your body Go, it just goes I through. think you hit the nail on the head when you said that I know myself thing because I did know myself yeah right I absolutely yeah. knew myself and I am a different person than exactly. I was like that day mm-hmm. I changed completely and that's why I feel like I, most people probably go into this weird slump because you're questioning everything you're like oh my god like I'm so different now mm-hmm. than I was then like everything like everything changes yeah but- it's it's hard like and that's why like when people give unsolicited advice to like first time moms it's it's especially hard because like you said you do know yourself you can't you you want to argue with someone because it's like you don't know me like i know me better than anybody else knows me but then you also if you're a first time mom don't nobody fully knows appreciate the changes that you go and it through. really depends on the person too because That's some very people true. like slightly change and you're right. i mean i feel like everybody changes mm-hmm. uh, absolutely but there are some people who I feel like – see, I could go right into this right now. I could say like if like Gabby Hanna were to get pregnant, she would be someone that I would be worried about her yeah. change. Like other people. Like you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Things like that. Like their change, like you're going to like acknowledge that that's right. – But I feel like like for me, speaking for me, I was like I'm in a great place. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to be great. Like I'm going to change yeah. but only like slightly. But it was not that way for me. I was a massive change. Yeah. Other people, though, I see them, like, get pregnant. And, like, I don't know what's going on behind closed doors. But right. Even when they some friends talk to me, like, I can see, like, some change. Like, obviously, right. they're, like, the mother change. Mm-hmm. Like, there's that change. But there's, like, a degrees, I feel like. And you just – you never know where you're going to fall on never. that. Never. Yeah. Um, since you just brought up Gabby Hanna. I mean – I want – I want to – I really want to talk about that. If you are either not on TikTok – um, you should be. Or you just, yeah, you just haven't like been keeping up with anything or you haven't somehow haven't seen this on like your, come up on your For You page. Gabby Hanna was a – or is – I don't really know. I stopped. So she started out on Vine. <laughs> right. Huge on Vine. Mm-hmm. And then Vine closed down. And then she was a huge YouTuber. So I was actually a subscriber of Gabby Hanna. Like I – On YouTube? Yes. I – loved see we are on opposite sides of the spectrum that's why i didn't know you knew who she was i don't know how to like explain this to you and like without like having a massive spinoff conversation so i'm just going to quickly blip this in here and then we can just move on Mm -hmm. i was a trisha paytas oh no no. shut the fuck no the people who don't know um Trisha Paytas and Gabby Hanna, not good. Yeah, they're not. Like, they're like rivals. If I guess if you beef. have, they have beef. Yeah, they're yeah with each other. Not. I would say more nowadays. I'm like, well, not. I wouldn't even say nowadays because Trisha Paytas is still a hot mess. But like, I ride or die for Trisha Paytas. I became more of a Trisha Paytas. Honestly, I think person. she she has messy tendencies. We all she's do. a troller. She trolls, but. I just think she's so entertaining. She is. And I, I feel like she's almost – and I, I feel like this – like I'm saying this like super like treading lightly here. I can relate to her in the way that like all she really does is just talk. 
<laughs> and so that's what we're doing yeah, here. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. her, what I love about her is I find her conversations entertaining. Yeah. I love that. And she, so I just listen to her. Although she is messy and I don't agree with a lot of things that she says. She's Yes. But I will say she's changing. And I think that's why I like her is as I've grown. Because like when Tr- Tr- Trish Paytas blew up, I mm-hmm. was like younger. Right. So she's gotten like more mature as like society has become more mm-hmm. mature. Society is yeah. becoming more quote unquote woke. And so I feel like she's starting to reevaluate something. She's not perfect yet. Mm-hmm. She's not even yeah, close. Not even close. But she's like starting to like kind yes. of at least like own up to things and she's starting to like try. So I feel like I can't really hold the past over her because I was a hot mess. But anyway, so that's how I know of mm-hmm. Gabby Hanna. Yeah. So I, I never watched her, but it was like a, I know her because yeah. of Trisha. When Gabby first started on YouTube, I was a, I subscribed to her. Like I loved Gabby. She was known for story times. I remember there was a point where, cause she had lived by herself, her uh, apartment would get, she had this one room that was really cluttered and she did videos on decluttering that. Like, she was just, to me, very entertaining. Me as a teenager, early 20s probably, I loved watching her videos. Ever since then, though, you know, she kind of fell off. And then once she started, I don't know, she just changed. There was a change in her. And I grew up and I didn't really watch her anymore. So every now and then I would, like, remember that she existed and I would check in on her. Something popped up on my For You page the other day about her saying like she's posting all these videos and I'm like hmm wonder what's going on over there go over to her TikTok page she's clearly experiencing some a manic kind, yeah. episode or some kind of psychosis I'm like pretty something. sure she is a, a, I'm pretty sure she said at some point in her past that she has she, manic episodes yes she's I know that she has some sort of bipolar yeah disorder um and she was recently diagnosed with ADHD, which we'll get to that. That was a like a whole big thing. Right. I was... think, well, I guess we could just say it now, but I think that from what I understand from, again, not a medical professional, not diagnosing, not none of that, um, just from seeing other TikToks of medical professionals mm-hmm. who are also not diagnosing her, just kind of giving what they can, you know, right. just their view on what they can see on social media Mm -hmm. um that apparently the adhd medication that she took counteracted i was just about to say that stuff Mm -hmm. like all that and that's what brought on this manic episode it could yeah it could be right yes um and then i saw this one girl who was saying she can't believe that she was even given adhd medicine because that's such a well-known fact like in mental health industry yeah so it's like it seems like that could be one of the biggest possibilities. So I want to just kind of highlight for people who are listening to this and being like, how do you know that she's going through a manic episode? What do these videos entail? I would just like to say um, that from what I had seen, I had checked the last time I checked her social media or her TikTok was this afternoon. And at the time that I had looked at it, I think she had posted in 48 hours something like 178 times. Mm-hmm. And each one of those videos is very – and I don't want to, like, make light of the situation, but a lot of people are making comments like this just to give you an idea of, like, what the video content looks like. It's – if you've ever seen 20, 21 or 22 Jump Street, 
um, that scene where Jonah Hill is like, um, slam poetry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Throwing my hands around. I feel like that's a very accurate representation. That's kind of how it seems like she's giving slam poetry about religious things. Um, But not even, it just doesn't, half of it, it's word salad. It doesn't make. It's gibberish for sure, for sure. Like everyone is in the comments like, what is this? A lot of it is her saying like she could potentially be the second coming, the second coming of Mary, essentially. Mm -hmm. She could be the person who is the mother of Jesus. Like she could potentially give birth to Christ. And that at one point she starts talking about how she had a vision from God and she's seen heaven and that we're all in hell here and that she's coming to save us. Yes. So things like that. And from what I understand from, again, more research and comments and things, again, this is all just like me putting things together and basically making assumptions, which we shouldn't do. But um, one symptom of a manic episode is being very religious, like Mm -hmm. hardcore religious. Yeah, that's like a big time. Like a lot of people do that. Um, So other things that have happened – in that time frame is a lot of people getting worried about her because like obviously she's posting i mean she posts a video then in 30 seconds she's posting another video and then she's posting another video Mm -hmm. and then posting another video and like at one point she does this she's dancing to a hail mary yeah like that was like yeah like she was trying to she said like this is how you should pray someone so she did a whole thing on that and someone mm-hmm. said why don't you just do a hail mary and yes then she right was like that would be so easy thanks for the suggestion and then dances to the hail mary and like things like that so because of all of those happenings somebody on tiktok as if you or i saw this and was like googled where does gabby you know, hannah, hannah live Found out where she lived, knocked on the door, and was like, hey, I don't know you. Um, I just was walking down the street, and I really need to use the bathroom. Can I use your bathroom? Like, essentially, I'm paraphrasing here. But um, so basically, cons his way, like, lies his way. She lets him right in, too. Yeah. Like, Like, she's like, yeah, sure. And so then they start making TikToks together. He goes live in her house, and really under the preface that she has – they don't know each other. They're just strangers. Like, you know, it's kind of like you at home who have no idea who Gabby Hanna is. Like, you need to use a bathroom and you knock on the door and it happens to be her house. Like, mm-hmm. you don't know who she is. Right. Like, that's the preference that she, I guess that's the um, preface that, or the whatever the word is that I'm looking for. I that is the can't um, think of words right now. We took too many <laughs> shots. <laughs> really good. That's the um, like mindset she has going in. Right. Like, this guy yeah. doesn't know me. So at one point he goes into their kitchen and starts like picking up her medication and like reading her medications Mm -hmm. off to the camera. And she calls him out straight up and it was like, I know that you know who I am. Because he was posting all those videos and somebody had tagged in her comments who he was. And I guess she saw it, went to his TikTok and realized that he was like, oh, you know, just hanging out with Gabby Hanna. And so she's like, you do know who I am. Mm-hmm. And this is still on her TikTok as far as I'm aware. Mm-hmm. It's her screaming As at of him. today, we're recording this on August 26th. And she was yelling at him and screaming at him, you know, that you need to get out of my house. Like, daddy says it's time to leave. Mm-hmm. Daddy, daddy says it's time to go. And then, like, shortly after that, she posts that someone else, someone different broke into her house. Yeah. So I think because it was 
it was right after he left. He was actually live on TikTok in his car. I was going back and forth between his his live and her page over like refreshing, like constantly refreshing, trying to figure out what was going on. Um, he was saying, you know, everybody was saying that she needed help, but nobody was helping her. So I was trying to help whatever. And then on her page, she posted a video of her in the mirror shaking, saying someone just broke into my house. Like, please, please pray for please, me. Yeah. Like I, I need help. Please pray for me, whatever. So what I'm gathering after watching update videos and just seeing everybody posting about this, because she has since updated what happened with the police. Either she was talking, she was referring to this Nick guy who coerced his way into the house, or she she did say that the police broke down her back door and went in to check on her because people were so worried about her. That's the other thing is like, <laughs> Um, people at home, again, as if you or I were watching her TikToks, are calling the police. Yes, calling wellness checks mm-hmm. on her. And the police had been to her house multiple, I think two times, two yeah. or three so, times before all of this happened. And then, like, after the Nick thing, I know that she was woken up at, like, four in the morning mm-hmm. to them, like, banging on the door. Um, and she is, like, asking them for hugs, and they're not hugging her, yeah. which makes sense. Like, that, you right. know, if she were to come back later But see, on. her story changed. I don't know if, if you noticed, but the first time she talked about the pl- hugging the police officers, the first time she was talking about it, she said, I asked them if any of them needed a hug, and they all said no. The second time she talked about it, she said that she asked each of them individually, can I have a hug? So who knows what really happened? Either way, it it's makes sense they're not going to be. Yeah. 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 And then, like, one thing that struck me is just, like, I don't know. Like, oh, she's going to be so – when she, like, is, like, clear of mind, she's mm-hmm. going to be super upset. <laughs> it's going to – she's going to have there a lot of damage control. There was one post where she was screaming about the dead babies dying in the streets yeah. and all of the homeless babies in the streets. And – Someone commented and said, like, so do something about it. Like, get mm-hmm. up and do something about it. Like, she has the money. You have the money. That's what it says in the comment. Like, you're not somebody who, like, is struggling for money at the right. moment. Like, you could, you're, you could absolutely help. And her response was, like, I live in a mansion. I live in a castle. Yeah. Like, I, I think I saw that. Why video. would you say that to someone who is literally gotten everything she's ever asked for everything she's ever wanted i've gotten and i'm just trying to give you my power and it's almost like that is exactly the the commenter's point right (laughs) (laughs) it's bad i mean again to be fair she is not in the right state right but that's why i was saying that's gonna be one of the things she's gonna be like oh my god like because some of the videos i'm not gonna lie like number one comment on like maybe three of the 178 or is Gabby Hanna starting to make some sense? Because some of them Yes. Make sense. Sometimes she'll – so I was just watching one earlier where she started – I can't even remember what she was talking about. But she started talking. Um, and literally the first half of the video, I was like, damn. Like, have I been watching She's been spitting some truth. Yeah. With her. But then by the end of the video, you're, you're like, Jesus. Right. I just feel like, though, if I was, like, a family member and I saw this happening, there's no way I wouldn't show up. So her sister – is on TikTok. Her sister is actually like, I'm not going to show up. Her sister's verified on TikTok. I found her. She has one 
she had posted one TikTok right before all of this started happening. People obviously started flooding her comments saying, you need to check on Gabby, blah, blah, blah. They live here in Pennsylvania. She lives in LA. All her sister has said is we are doing the best we can from Pennsylvania. Like she is going through something and she well, yeah, needs but I somebody just, there. I really don't feel like at this point anybody is helping her in the public eye. And I feel like Oh, no, I agree. Us, the public is not right, helping but her. But that's my whole point is I feel like all of us sitting here doing our welfare checks and everything that we think mm-hmm. that is important, like going right. to help her or commenting and all of those things, like just giving her more fuel. Right. And I feel like it's all – we do not know 100% what is actually happening. And I, ju- I just, from any of the videos, I did never once got the vibe. Like, like I saw people in the comments being like, I was worried for Nick's safety. It can get dangerous so fast. You can look at somebody on video and be like, oh, yeah, they're fine. They're not posing any threat. Right, but, but then also if she is like has a history of this and has like a, a first pattern, time for everything. Right, but I could see where her family would be like, I'm not going to catch my first flight if this is the same thing that happened last time, except this time she's on TikTok about it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That's what true. We don't know normal, if this is right, right, if this a normal thing before. and she just hasn't made it. Right public yeah that makes sense so i do agree the public is not helping any especially with a lot of people's comments i know that some people think that they're helping oh for Um, sure like i genuinely think in the weirdest creepiest mentally ill way that nick was trying to help help. i do i agree that i but i think he also needs some sort of yeah he it was i think because of that just a a guy who was like you know what i'm gonna go help and did not thoroughly think through his plan i'm just telling you if i was gabby hannah's freaking neighbor mm -hmm. i would probably think twice before just rolling up there yeah it just doesn't it just it's not like especially knowing how many like how many times she's gotten these calls and like clearly the police are involved and they just keep walking away and so at a certain point it's like Mm -hmm. leave it leave it alone right but because, I mean, obviously law enforcement can only do so much with the information that's presented And I think a big part of it, too, is like – Not that I'm vouching her, for Her comments and things – the comments on a lot of the videos are a lot of what she's responding to. Like right. people yes, being like, are I you agree. okay? And her right. being like, are you I, okay? Right. Like just – I agree. Yeah. No, like, I agree. I, I mean, I'm watching it happen. Like, but yeah. I'm not commenting on these things. Like, oh, yeah, I mean, it'd no. be different if I was like – you know, just like, I like your wall. Like, yeah, because yeah, I really do love her, her green wall in her room with the I've gold always been frames that, that are empty. She oh. that's kind of when I stopped like following her was when she had just moved into that house. And she I saw like all that. Happen. I literally I was, like, was like, I need to like remember that. Right. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I do agree that the public is not helping. They're kind of just fueling the fire. Um. I do hope that she does get whatever help she does need and that the people who do care about her, the people who um, are going to have best intentions in mind um, are able to do what they have to, whether it be show up or make a phone call or whatever it is. Just stay in contact, really. Yeah, I hope that that can all get taken care of. TikTok, man, like I – it'll send you down a spiral. Like that's what like most people were like – um, you know, commenting like, oh my God, I've been watching like these Gabby, Gabby Hanna videos have been like consuming my night. Yes, like this is better yeah. than a, a Netflix binge, right. like that kind of thing. And like, I mean, I guess that's what TikTok's about. I mean, like you had mentioned like 
a pancake guy. <laughs> I literally don't. Pancake. And there are a few th- like few things that I don't know about on TikTok. So like when you said that, I was like kind of personally offended, but I didn't really say anything. <laughs> like how do I not like algorithm let me down? Like so pancake guy? this guy, I'm convinced that it's it's fake. No, I have not seen a single other person say that they think it's fake, but I truly deeply think that it's just a lie. This guy he was playing so fantasy football i guess is about to start or something and i guess it's a common thing when you're in like a league the loser has to do some kind of challenge before the next season starts so since this next season is about to start he had to complete his you know challenge because he lost last season and it was to sit in a 24-hour diner for 24 hours and the only way you could take time off was you would get an hour off for every pancake you ate. So if you ate 10 pancakes, you only had to stay there for 14 hours, which is what he ended up doing. So if he ate 24 pancakes, he, he, could, would, just he could just be out of there. Yeah. I would but eat 24 that's pancakes. That's what I'm fucking – and this is why I think it's a lie, okay? <laughs> this guy, two hour. I think his one update – he was live during all this, but I didn't see all this until after – and he just posted videos from his lives. He ate three pancakes in two hours. And he was talking about how sick he felt. Get he the was fuck so- out of That's here. That's what I, you I get from literally uh, like on a weekly basis. I get a stack of four pancakes from Bob Evans. And I can smash that shit in 10, That's 15 what minutes. I'm and saying. go to town on some bacon and eggs right. and hash browns. He right was after. talking about how sick he felt he was so full and his belly hurt after two hours eating man grow the fuck up so then he got to i don't remember what the hours after that were but basically he was at like eight hours and he only had eight pancakes and he couldn't eat anymore you're telling me he can only eat one pancake an hour that that's what it it was it is the most bizarre thing that i have such a hard time believing it so can we call him pan fake guy yeah pan fake (laughs) (laughs) i never saw like i said i never saw him when it was happening i saw i think three posts before i finally looked him up and i think it's only because i was following the gabby hannah stuff that it was bringing up these people who like talk about like what's happening in in the TikTok world or whatever. Hmm. So it brought up, you know, like, oh, can you believe this pancake guy? He's still sitting at the time. I'm like, who the fuck is like, this? Like, how is pancake guy viral? Like, how? I don't know. If I That's went a good to question. a fucking diner right now <laughs> and with the same rules and regulations mm-hmm. and smashed 24 pancakes. It would be me watching. That's it. <laughs> it's like a podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> This I is know. for all our close friends and family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. So, no, but like I share, share, share. I do, I do wonder that sometimes. I'm like, how do people go viral so many with the things. dumbest shit? So many things. But yeah, this guy, I, I'm convinced it's fake. If you follow that at all, um, or at least his appetite is fake. Right. That's what. Like, you wanted to sit in that diner. You're an idiot. You wanted to go viral, so you said, "Oh, my fantasy football leagues." I don't believe it. I don't buy it one minute. He ultimately was there for 14 hours. And in 14 hours, he finished 10 pancakes. Not even 10. He didn't. He actually showed at the end. He didn't even finish the last pancake. He ate part of it. And he was like, I'm going to count that as 10. 
I mean, but I can like, do it. He's saying like, I, I don't, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't remember what the outside life is like. And I'm thinking, then eat the fucking pancakes. And man. like outside life is like, have you never been inside for like 24 <laughs> hours? Anyway, I don't, he, like it you're was, gonna be that dramatic. There are no windows. I don't buy it. Diner seems so dramatic for me. Like especially coming off of the Gabby Hanna conversation. Like how are we gonna be like perfect? <laughs> 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 and that goes back to what you were talking about like how it's not natural to be like dealing with like someone else's mm-hmm. like i feel like tiktok trauma dumps yes. on me yeah, all the time true. and i feel like that's what's happening we're sitting there we're like holy shit what is going on with gabby hannah like this is so much happening and then right after that you're like fuck perfect guy right yeah like what is that about it's a lot of emotion i'm ultimately i think tiktok is i think it was there for us during the beginning of the pandemic um i think you know when everybody was on lockdown it became a very popular thing because people needed some kind of human connection and that's what tiktok was giving us um and i I think since then it's kind of just for me it's like facebook is very political Mm -hmm. um i never know what you're gonna get on there right and then twitter is like the behind the dumpster of like any restaurant ever like where those kids hang out so i go there like just to like randomly put like oh i had a muffin for breakfast today and it tasted really good and one of the nuts was in the shape of a nut and it's so funny and so i'm gonna post that and that's right. what i post on twitter it's like I don't twitter is my alter ego Please instagram has changed tremendously mm-hmm. to the point where it's like almost unusable for me like mm-hmm. i it didn't the algorithm like tiktok has instagram ain't it like i'll be scrolling and i'm not seeing any of the 440 some people that yeah. i'm following yeah. i can't see any of their stuff i'm just seeing like weird stuff that i didn't ask for mm-hmm. and tiktok is straight to the point i yeah. see what i want to see pretty much like all it the gives time. you that instant gratification it's so quick mm-hmm. you're so right it's so quick like within i can watch a 15 second video if something's like literally if I can see that bar moving really slow at the bottom of the screen and it hasn't caught my attention in the Scroll. first 10 seconds, flip to the right. next one, mm-hmm. on to the next thing. Like, and, the, and it's just so addicting. Like, it's almost like Vine was for me. Like, right. I just want to do it. It gets you that the, quick fix, do that it the nice little literally of content. All right. Well, I think that's all that we're going to do for this episode. Thanks for listening to us ramble on about TikTok because there's just so much going on these days i feel like we needed to get that off our chest yeah it's really fun um, i had fun make sure that you subscribe to our podcast on apple podcasts spotify or the anchor app and we will see you in our next episode have a great night and thanks for giving us a shot cheers You just listened to the Give Us a Shot podcast hosted by Steph Ray and Kristen Valderis. If you liked what you heard, make sure you leave us a five-star review and subscribe to hear future episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Anchor app.